Hey, give me 30 seconds. I'm going to take a piss. This is a place. This is a place. This is a place. We want to talk about this is a place. Welcome to this week's episode of This is a Place podcast. My name is Nate, and with me, as always, is Brandon. And we are joined today by a guy, well, we will be joined by a guy once he's done taking a piss, Matt. Are, are you guys still there? <laughs> we're still here, <laughs> We're Matt. still here. <laughs> oh, thanks. Did you wash your hands? Oh, hold on. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. Look, lucky, lucky for you, actually lucky for us, because of your your bathroom break, you didn't get a chance to do any intro song this time, so you break in, break in the tradition yeah, that's all right. The last time didn't land so smoothly, but that's all right. I don't need intro song. But we do have to remind you to go to the bathroom before our long trips. Yeah. Wash your hands. Uh, I'm in my own house, so that is optional. Washing your hands? Yes. Oh. You listen to the Office Ladies podcast still, right, Matt? Yes, I do, Brandon. Did you hear them have that conversation about how Jenna doesn't ever wash her hands? I probably heard it and don't remember it. She is my celebrity crush. And Angela? not only that, she's a, she is a St. Louis Blues fan. A big one. So um, that's all right with me if she doesn't wash her hands. Nate, Matt, how are things going? It's been a while since we chatted. Things are awesome. Mr. Pickleball, um, almost champion. Almost champion. Yes. Yesterday played in a pickleball tournament in a mixed double. So it's co-ed and made it all the way through the tournament play undefeated. And then once we played our last game, we had to wait for the losers bracket to finish so that we could play the gold medal match. We had to wait two flipping hours (laughs) and when you get to my age and play a sport for two, three hours straight and then stop and then trying to get started again, it just, it just doesn't work very well. So um, did not play well in the gold medal match and ended up taking silver, but still, still a good time. I uh, saw it on the news a lot because it's, it seems to be growing pretty fast here in Utah. It's like life size, ping pong so if you like ping pong at all i think you'll enjoy pickleball but i do like it's a sport that i feel like i don't get beat up a lot because played basketball last week and this guy um we'll name him we'll we'll call him mr b karate chopped me twice in the arm and gave me a dead arm (laughs) mr b are you talking about me yeah (laughs) i give you a dead arm yeah, yeah, you gave me a dead arm. Like the first time you chopped me on the arm, it like I don't know what it did. It like gave me a dead arm for the rest of the day. So I had oh. to pitch that night in softball, and I was awful because I couldn't hold on to the ball. <laughs> so oh, I'm like, bad. I'm not playing basketball anymore. Brandon hurts me, <laughs> so I get a little injured every once in a while. But it's more old being old. But like, there's no contact really in pickleball, so you don't have people running into you, fouling you, karate chopping your arms. So. um I might have to retire from basketball, Brandon. It's just too dangerous. Look, I promise I'll stop karate chopping your arms, please. (laughs) So we'll see what happens. Pickleball, like originally my plan was, and Matt might like this, is my plan was 
I feel like hockey's a game, especially old man hockey, that you can play uh, to late in your life, um, just because it's it's a little less stressful on the the knees and stuff playing hockey compared to basketball or volleyball. But I'm having a change of heart, and I think that uh, pickleball might be the thing I might need to really focus on in that and bowling. See if I can't make some professional tour doing one or the other. On the bright note, I told Matt earlier, they are going to start up my uh, hockey league here in the next few weeks. So excited about that. Nice. And getting back into shape-ish, whatever shape it is that I want to be in. How about you, Brandon? Not much for me, to be honest with you. What are you talking about? You got a new, you got a career. (laughs) A new career. You got a new career. I am starting a new job. Hold on. A new career is exciting, but there's nothing else you want to report on that happened this week? I'm offended, Brandon. Oh my gosh. How could I forget? You know what? You're not invited to my birthday party, Brandon. No, please, Matt, please. Wait, wait, wait. Matt, you never invited me to your birthday party. It's kind of rude to talk about your birthday party in front of somebody you haven't invited. All right, Matt did invite me to one of his children's birthday parties because you have three children's, right? <laughs> yes, I have three children's. Yes. You guys, to be on the safe side and not have too many people, you're kind of splitting up who you invite. So I'm just assuming Nate's going to be invited to one of the other child's birthday parties, and that's why I didn't see him there. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. Yep. Okay, cool. We invited like our C-list friends to this first birthday party. <coughs> because i didn't go golfing with you guys wait hold on hold on put nate on the upper list hold on like matt you have a like an a b and c list of friends yeah i'm on a c list you're up there you're up there nate we went golfing together we bonded oh my god so i I moved up a level so take that brandon what what is he on then I'm, i'm just curious well, I was going to talk about how great of a time I had a party, but now I, I'm not thinking it was that great. No, it was fun. But what are your true feelings? My true feelings were it was, a, it was a great party. We had some pizza. There was a bounce castle, which I was forced to go on by my daughter. And you guys have a fun backyard. Tons of fun things to play with. You guys are good hosts. Allergies floating around in the yard. Yeah, but I mean, anywhere outside right now, allergies are floating. So I don't think it was specific to your yard. I think my favorite part of the night was my son. Uh, he turns four on Tuesday. And uh, he doesn't know how to vocalize like his feelings very well. I, I don't know how else to say it. So he opened this present, which was a splash, pa- splash pad. And you hook up the sprinkler to it. But like l- opening it up. You don't know what it, you couldn't tell what it was. So he just stared at it for a second. <laughs> and we have this on video. He stared at it for a second and then like just decided he was mad because he didn't want it. And he threw it across the room. He launched it. <laughs> he launched it. It was so funny. And you know what? He played with that splash pad today and he had a lot of fun with it. But uh, he loves opening presents and he gets way excited. So yeah, it was a good time. He also, he gets a, uh, he's like pretty shy kid. So he gets a little overwhelmed when there are a lot of people here. And so people showed up to his party and he went downstairs in the basement to take a breather from everybody. But he came up and we had a a really good time. It was a lot of fun. There were only a few awkward questions throughout the night, but uh, it was good. 
<laughs> yeah, there were a few awkward questions. What? <laughs> can Look, I know? I, can I know I mean, one of the awkward questions? What did she ask? <laughs> she said, "Do you just make?" There was like a comment made about how I was engaged beforehand, and then Brendan mentioned it, and then Brendan walked away to take care of his daughter. And when he came back, uh, my friend Crystal was like, "So you were engaged before?" But that After was all like, this time had passed. <laughs> yeah, she just um, wanted to hear the rest of the story. But it was hilarious, Crystal. If you're listening, it was totally fine. We had a good laugh about it. And I'm happy she, to be on the C-list with you also. Yeah, she's a good C-list friend. I worked with her at a credit union. I couldn't stand her, and that's probably why I quit. <laughs> I hope she's listening. <laughs> you want me to you edit this part listening. out, Matt? No, you keep that <laughs> in kidding. there. <laughs> I just know every time somebody meets me, they ask me about my uh, ex-fiance, too. So I'm really not a Brandon. person to get uncomfortable with questions i'm pretty okay in uncomfortable situations so i if someone wants to talk to me about that like i'll have the conversation i'm a pretty i'm usually the one making people feel uncomfortable i don't necessarily ever feel uncomfortable i'm the one asking the questions but i i know how matt feels because my uh my 12 year old whenever he has a, a birthday party we have to tell him even though you may have the item or you don't like it you still say thank you because he's very you never question what bronco's thinking ever He'll just tell you, which is kind of nice. It's kind of refreshing that you don't have to question, but at the same time, it can be a little embarrassing, especially if somebody buys him a gift and he either says, I don't like it or I already have it or whatever it may be. So we had that last year when my cousins came over and brought a gift and they were like, Oh, thanks. We already have this though. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't tell them that. You ever have those times when you just cringe? You remember something you said when you were a kid and you just cringe at it? It's like, what? Every single day. Yeah, yeah I still too. have that problem. It's not when I was just a kid. I have that <laughs> just every day. Okay, yeah. I mean, but I remember a, a birthday party. I opened a present from who was my best friend at the time. And I said, oh, my little brother's going to love playing with this. <laughs> like, not me, but my little I know. <laughs> like, he's going to have fun with it, but not me. So I want to tell one story. Three years ago, I bought a brand new lawnmower for a few hundred bucks, whatever, $300, something like that, at Sears before they closed. And I used it like two, three times. And then a friend of ours, our mutual friend, Brandon and I, his kids wanted to start a lawn mowing business and asked if they could mow my lawn to raise money for their baseball stuff and basketball stuff. I'm like, sure. So they've been mowing my lawn for the last two years. So I used the lawnmower a few times. It looks brand new. Left it in my garage. This year, they said, hey, can we mow your lawn again? I'm like, you know what? I really need to teach my oldest boy how to mow the lawn. So um, thanks, but no thanks. So I pulled my lawnmower out like two weeks ago, tried to get it started. Dumb thing won't start. I'm like, this is so lame. It's a brand new lawnmower and it's not working. Watched a few YouTube videos. I tore it apart four or five times, trying to clean everything, do everything I could think of. And I'm not really a mechanic type guy. Couldn't get the dumb thing to work. So... Last week, I asked Brandon to borrow his lawnmower. Borrowed his lawnmower because I need him on my lawn. I used his lawnmower for about 10 minutes, and then it started acting up. I'm like, man, I don't want to ruin Brandon's lawnmower, so I'm going to let it be. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try just one more time, seeing if my lawnmower start. Grab my old lawn, my lawnmower. First pull starts working. Miracle, I guess. <laughs> I think <laughs> the more started working. 
the moral of the story is you broke Brandon's lawnmower and you're broke broke Brandon's lawnmower. So I owe him my lawnmower now. Right. (laughs) I was going to tell a story as well. So Nate brought back my lawnmower and it's broken now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Brandon owes me more than lawnmower because we talked about a little earlier, his career changes from a connection of mine. So he owes me all this money he's going to make in the next few years. It pays to know me. Right, Brandon? After all this time, I finally get something out of this relationship. Something out of it, yeah. Finally. (laughs) When do I get my dues? (laughs) You'll get them. And you're actually going to get them because I introduced you to Matt, who's going to invite you to a birthday party. (laughs) Whoa, I've already moved up from a D list to the B list. So that's, that's worth it right there. Yeah, it's a pretty fun time. I'll uh, I'll send you a hockey jersey I want. That's all you got to bring. Fair enough. <laughs> and you don't have a hockey game tonight, Matt? No, my season's over. But it's nice. I, th- it's nice when the season's over because I play in Ogden. And that's a long drive. And we discovered yes. that. We did. Uh, we're back in Ogden this week again. When we do something, we go all in. And we arrived there safely, thanks to me. Oh my gosh, again with yes. this backseat driving. Yes, backseat Matt driving. safely got us from Salt Lake to Ogden. We stopped at the dinosaur park. We drove past the Ogden High School. And we ate lunch at the Prairie Schooner. And I have to say, I think that was our highlight of the trip. What do you think, fellas? I loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I agree. That was the highlight. Really cool restaurant. Never heard of it. So it's a restaurant. restaurant. It's an experience. It is an experience. So this was my first time. I think all of our first time going here. There is another restaurant in Ogden right next to the Dinosaur Park. That's called the Timbermine Steakhouse. And I had been there before. And that's originally where we from talking about this a while ago had planned on going, but they don't open until dinner time. Another trip to Ogden in the works in the future. The Prairie Schooner, it's a themed restaurant, themed around Old West. You've got these extravagant centerpieces. I wanted to say centerpieces, yeah. It's surrounded, so you're eating in these covered wagons, which is pretty awesome in and of itself. But then your scenery is stars and Old West tumbleweeds and animals, taxidermy. There's a real fire. A real fire, yeah. Campfire in the middle of the room. A few. There's a few campfires in the middle of the room. It was a restaurant, but I mean, overall, I think the ambiance and the the experience was the best part of it all and why we decided to hit it up. Yeah, it's worth checking out at least once, right? Okay, so you say checking it out at least once, Nate. I'm getting a hints of this is going to be the only time stopping. Let me back the wagon up. Back the wagon up. If you're in the Ogden area, like I wouldn't... Well, yeah, if you're in the Ogden area, for people in Salt Lake County, it's worth going and checking out. But I wouldn't drive an hour just to go eat there. How about that? That's fair. 
That's fair. You don't go there for the food. Uh, you go there for the covered wagon. Yeah. So if you're like not from Ogden area, you're from Salt Lake or any outside area and you're in Ogden, you're like, where should we eat? Go check this place out. Yeah, we're not going to go to Ogden just to go to the restaurant again. If we have other purposes to be in Ogden, sure, maybe we'll try stop by. But I don't know if it would be my – I'd run to it real fast again once in a while maybe. But I rarely get up to Ogden, so I'll probably want to try other restaurants. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. I will say this. You did mention this was our uh, the highlight of our trip. Overall, when we think of it, we had a fun experience. It was a good time. But as Brandon and I started talking, we realized uh, we're just really nice people because the service was pretty terrible. Um, <laughs> I just think we, we hit it on a the, bad time, don't you think? Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. They Maybe they were shorthanded because we stood at the front for like 15 minutes just standing there before anybody even came mm-hmm. to us to say hi. Or There's people the walking back and come, forth. She was all flustered and she commented that she was sweaty. Um, which exactly is like <laughs> put me in the mood for eating some food. We were promised some bread that like just didn't come, and we finally had to ask for it, and we got it right before uh, we got our food. Yeah, right when we got our food. So, like, the overall experience was fun, we liked it, and the theming was great. But the service they, they seemed shorthanded. I don't want to be negative, uh, yeah, because we liked it, but they seemed shorthanded. And I kind of went into it. I mean, we keep hearing about all these restaurants are having tough times even staying in business because they can't find people. So that's that's how I walked into it. And seeing that we were there kind of a little bit after the lunch rush. So maybe they just didn't have the people there because we were in between dinner and lunch, right? So, of course, they're not going to have as many people on staff. Well, so, here's a thought, too, and you – it's a little off topic, but still on topic. Uh, one restaurant that we were talking about while we're at this restaurant is over in West Valley that we wanted to go hit up. And we found out that it's not open anymore because they couldn't staff the restaurant. It wasn't necessarily because of the COVID thing. People still not losing to money there. It was just that they couldn't find people to staff and handle the load. So I wonder if they're having the same problem there that, they just don't have enough people who want to work right now. Nah. And it wasn't it wasn't super bad. It was just slow. It was just a, a slow time and and we were all hungry. I would like to talk about our food if we can jump into that. Yeah, thank of goodness course. we all got different things. Yeah. So we all got the same thing to eat. <laughs> so we can't give a huge like uh, food review um, because we all get the same thing. But it was okay, right? We got it was 
basically a hamburger with barbecue sauce and bacon and onion, grilled onions in there, or fried onions. The schooner burger. The schooner burger. And uh, my bottom bun was like non-existent. Uh, yeah, it was huge too. It was a big hamburger. Of course, when you get there, the first thing you order is drinks. And Brandon asked what kind of lemonades they had, and one was peach. And so Brandon got that, and I thought, oh, that sounds good. So I got a peach lemonade. And uh, I suspect they pour lemonade in a glass, and then they put peach jelly or something in it. Because the first <laughs> mouthful from the bottom of the cup, it felt like I was sucking snot out of a cup. You got all uh, the peach in the first drink. All the Dude, peach was in the first drink, and it was the snot consistency. Uh, so that was a bit of a surprise. You got to mix it, Matt. Come on, pal. <laughs> yeah, so I mixed it. I mixed it a lot. And then I sucked up all that peach snot. And you had the mango one, right, Nate? Yeah, I like the mango. It was good. Well, I guess we had two other people with us. One of them was my daughter. She had some mac and cheese. Uh, my brother, Josh, was also there. And he was the one of the crew that got something different. And he got the Monte Cristo sandwich. So um, actually did interview him. And so let's, let's hear his review on his food. Okay, so I'm here with Josh Morrill. And um, Josh, you had the, the Monte Cristo sandwich. Is that correct? Yes. And um, how was it? It was good. All right. Thanks so much. Of course. Those are some great thoughts, Josh. Thanks, Josh, for uh, enlightening us with how your meal went. And trying Monte Cristo, is that what it's called? Monte Cristo. Monte which Cristo. you brought up, the Copper Creek, which was the only place I knew of that made a really good Monte Cristo sandwich in the area. Well, so we might have to go up to Ogden back to this restaurant to actually get a decent Monte Cristo sandwich. Well, we were trying to figure out what was the name of the other sandwich they have at the Copper Creek. Wasn't it called like the Chubby Burger? Oh yeah. Something it's like a chubby. chubby. That is it. Yeah. Well, where it was uh, so sad that we don't get to do an episode now and go back and try it, but they have a grilled cheese sandwich is the bun for the hamburger, right? Is that what it was? Yeah, that was it. So it was Very basically, healthy meal. basically the biggest gut buster you could you could have. So yeah. if you want to be blocked up for two to three days, that was the sandwich to have. Um, I know we kind of finished with our meal at Prairie Schooner, but um, I did uh, get a dessert. And I know this isn't what you usually get. You guys usually do on this podcast, but. I was wondering if it'd be okay with you, Brandon, if you and I did a little role play to kind of give your audience the experience that we had. You know, you role okay play is whoa, the whoa, one whoa. thing missing from our podcast. <laughs> so let's let's give it a shot. Okay, so I'll be the director and I'll be playing a part. Basically, Brandon, you're a customer and you're just going to ask me what I think of the s'mores dessert, okay? And I will be our server. <laughs> And I will tell you what I think of that dessert. And then and then just whatever comes to mind, you just reply. Does that sound good? Are you comfortable with that? Uh, yeah. So yeah. hold on. So just to clarify, Brandon is going to play the part of the customer. 
one ordering and then Matt's going to be Jessica, the server. That is correct. Yes. Okay. You're, you're going to play the role of Nate who is watching all this unfold. Yes. <laughs> what do I do with my hands? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Are we ready? Ready. And action. Um, hi. Um, I'm thinking of getting dessert. <laughs> hi. Everybody talk to her, right? Okay, all right. Okay, sorry. All right. Okay, okay. Okay, Brandon, this. take a deep breath. You got this. Oh, uh, thanks for bringing our check. I was wondering, I'd like to get some dessert as well. Can you tell me um, out of these, out of the cobbler and the s'mores, which, which do you like the best? Oh, yeah. The s'mores really isn't that good it's got this like perfect <laughs> it's got this okay perfect... can we can we let's start start that start that over guys how often is the customer going hmm i want some dessert <laughs> that sounds okay, good okay. i think i'll have that okay the wait, okay the waitress has got to say hey guys you have room for dessert but she didn't but she didn't nate she didn't no this is true. Matt oh, we're, oh, we're we're trying to make this as as true to life as possible. Matt had to yeah. jump in and ask because she brought us a check. Everything, or I don't know if she maybe she didn't bring us the check, but he did have to interject and say he wants. You know to. what? That's a good point too. Like, do you feel like every time you don't want dessert, they ask, and the one time you do, they don't ask, right? Exactly. Sorry. So okay. We'll reenact right. that, and, right. and I'll try take not to laugh. Take two or oh. three. What are okay. We now? now I'm seeing why we don't do role plays on this podcast. Take three. Go ahead, Brandon. Take it away. Jessica, I'm deciding between two desserts. I want either the cobbler or the s'mores cookie thing. Which which would you suggest? Oh, yeah. I want to get the s'mores one. It's not very good. It's got this, like, perfect graham cracker crust and then, like, these perfect uh, <laughs> roasted marshmallows with chocolate melted on top. It's not really that good, but the cobbler is probably okay. But only if you want perfect. Um, okay, well, see, you don't look like a perfect type of guy. The s'mores isn't good, so I'm gonna go ahead and get the cobbler. Good choice. Which cobbler would you like? And would you like ice cream with that? Uh, which is the best cobbler? Oh, I want to get a cobbler because it it's perfectly made. <laughs> and seen. Wait, wait, wait! You said you wouldn't get a cobbler. Yeah. That's correct. That, that, that part was added for dramatic effect. That was added okay. for dramatic effect. Basically, the story is I asked her what she thought of the the s'mores dessert. It looked really good. We were sitting by a real fire. It felt like we we're camping. I want to know what the s'mores dessert was. She gave a, a great description of it, of how good it sounded, and then like said it, it was not very good. But the no, description I... was like, wow, that sounds amazing. She said that it was too chocolatey. Like she was basically saying it's like it's just an overload of chocolate. So she must not be a big chocolate fan. And yeah, that's exactly. why maybe she said don't do it. But so, I'll tell you, yeah. I, Matt and I were going to share the dessert. He asked if I would participate, and I said, of course. And as she's sitting there describing it to you, Everything she said, I was kind of wishing you were going to get the s'mores because I'm like, man, that sounds really good. Like she's trying to undersell it, but there's no way he's going to pick it because she just told him how bad it is. We're not going to disregard the waitress's suggestion. 
I do that a lot when I go to a restaurant, especially I've never been there before. And I did when we we started off with Jessica. We don't even know if that's really her name. But um, I'm like, well, what's the most popular thing here? And she really didn't have an answer for us, right? Because I think she just started working there. She's like, well, I sold a lot of these. I sold a lot of that. But I kind of like when I go to a new restaurant, I want to get the thing that they're known for. Like people go there to try, you know what I mean? Or, or get all the time. But then it kind of can backfire, kind of like you were just talking about, is if they say something is bad that you really wanted, you can't now order it, right? Because you just ask for their opinion. And then if you turn around and order something against their opinion, then you're rude. Yeah. Yes. We didn't want to be rude. And so uh, we ordered the berry cobbler with ice cream. And I have a few things about this. Uh, first of all, Brennan, I did share a little bit. What did you think of it? Um, I thought it was okay. And I feel bad because I got a dessert to share with the table. Nobody else wanted it. So maybe I picked the wrong one. But, I, really um, wanted, I really wanted that s'more. Me too, man. Maybe we do have to go back to get that s'more and not even ask for an opinion. We want the s'mores dessert now. Yeah, so it, they brought it out. It was hot. Uh, I took a mouthful and burned my mouth pretty badly. Uh, I felt it for days. And then the, all the That's skin the in my mouth tore off. Not only that, which overall, the cobbler was pretty good. It was good. Um, not only did it burn my mouth, I went into the bathroom after. And you got to remember, we were in the dark. It, it's dark in there. You can't see in the restaurant really well. Um, it's lit by the fire pretty much. So I went in the bathroom and the, the lighting seemed off. And I just smiled in the mirror to see if I had anything in my teeth. And my teeth were blue. I thought it was the weird lighting in the bathroom. That made my teeth blue, so I went out and asked everybody, are my teeth blue? And yes, they were most definitely blue. And they were blue like for the rest of the day. Even after I brushed them that night, they were still blue. That's my review of the Berry Cobbler. I like that you could change. They have lamps on the side, so you can make it really dim or lighter if you want to. But the question is, how much do they get away with because of how dark it is? And what I'm saying is the cleaning and those little details we're not able to see because of the dimness. That's a good question. And I also wonder often, not necessarily just with this restaurant, but when a waitress like comes to like kind of bust your table a little bit, or she does bust or he or she busts a table next to you and then goes back in the kitchen and grabs your food and brings it out. How often is that waiter or waitress actually washing their hands before they bring out your food? They're not touching your food. They're just handing you your plate. Right. And then you're touching the plate and then you're eating your food. Or they bring out your drink. But I don't even wash my hands when I go to the bathroom. That's what, yeah, yeah. that's what kind of, kind of brought that up in my mind. Talk about Matt washing his hands. You know when you go in the bathroom and there's other people in there, so you're like, crap, I'm going to have to wash my hands. <laughs> and sometimes you just let the water run to think to make them think you're washing your hands. You're like, I washed my hands this morning. I'm good. I will point out, I won't go through 
people have pointed out that lately the reviews have been very poor. It, it's sitting at a 4.2 on Google, but the most recent reviews, like the last year, have not been so great to this place. And one of the reviewers pointed that out that, oh, I thought it was going to be really good because I saw how great it was. But when you look at, and he even broke down like the averages and stuff, that was way more effort than I have ever put into a review. People are not too happy about the management with this place. A lot of ex-employees have gone on and been the ones to give it a poor review. You know what I think of the place? Uh, at the end, Nate and I went upstairs. There's this upstairs room. There was no filling up there. We didn't fill anything, but I just thought to myself and I said to Nate, this feels like a place that would be on a ghost adventure show. The end. That's my story. That's his story. Do you want to role play it? <laughs> I'm a spooky ghost. Cool place. Cool place. Bottom line is, it is a cool place. It's a cool experience. Food is good it's what you would expect right you're so, paying you're paying for the experience you're paying for the experience i'm you're just paying, upset you're paying for you're paying for the stained teeth i'm just upset the thing that really bothers me is they have two places like this in ogden the timber mine and then the prairie schooner but we don't have anything like this in the salt lake valley is there anything even close there used to be and now it's a haunted house that you guys went to yeah, the Wagon Master, right? Yeah. But, I mean, even, like, where's the where's the themed restaurants? Can we get some cool themed restaurants here, please? What if this is our calling in life, Brandon? Business partners. Let's make a themed restaurant. Okay. Okay, what's our theme? What do you think, Nate? You can have a part in this, too. You're maybe the one that can keep us grounded. We need one of those jousting restaurants yes medieval yes. times medieval times yes i was trying to yes we do that. we need one of those i take a pirate restaurant too i want to say they did have a pirate restaurant like in orm or something not too long ago in the last 10 years i think the closest thing we have well we have or basically the nation has is probably the cracker barrel right that's kind of themish or even Texas. Buka de Beppo. It's kind of like that. Buka, yeah. I don't think I've been to, been to Buka for 15 years. But I feel like when I go to Olive Garden, like I'm family when I go there. So <laughs> I get that feeling too. That's important. Oh, except I went there the other day and like, holy crap, uh, prices have gone way crazy there and the food quality has gone down, in my opinion. So not like I really liked Olive Garden to begin with, but. Applebee's, you know, the neighborhood. Do you have the the local high school's memorabilia? Yeah. And then they still have like Gordon Hayward's picture on the wall or poster on the wall. And I'm like, that's kind of old. Take that down, please. I don't know. I kind of feel like now just with the, the growth in the state and just how um, I think the the stats, I mean, I'm totally just like top of my head think same, but I, I swear like they did a study like 20, 30 years ago, people ate out 30% of the time and ate at home 70% and it's like flipped to where people eat out 70% of the time and eat at home 30% of the time. So um, 
I, I think something like like this, like the Wagon Master again, would probably do better than it did 20 years ago just because people are eating out more. What do you call a dog's tail when it's not a dog's tail? Well, no, when is a dog's tail not a dog's tail? Oh, there we go. Sorry. Totally messed that one up. When? When it's, when it's when? a wagon. We saw ducks at the dinosaur park. Right. Do you know why ducks have tails? To cover their butt quack. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Oh. Well, Matt, thanks for coming on. Thanks for getting it's, us there safely. Thanks for getting us there safely. Lessons. We had a good trip in Ogden. We'll have to do another one of these sometime. Maybe we'll have to go down to Provo one of these days. But always a pleasure to have you on. I appreciate it. I want your I listeners did. to know. Oh, sorry, Nate, to cut you off. Before Brandon and Nate started this podcast, um, Brandon texted me and asked me if I wanted to go to this location. So this has been more than a year in the making. Thanks for listening to This Is A Place podcast. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.